Welcome to the Matt Morgan Coaching Podcast. The fact that you're listening means you're ready to be inspired and empowered to take your life, love, and leadership to the next level. All right, hey everyone, it's Matt Morgan. Welcome back. This is episode two, and I am pumped for this one because the title of this week is called Making Big Decisions. That's what we're focusing on. And when I talk about big decisions, you guys, I don't mean just like, you know, where do I want to eat, Chinese or Mexican? Oh, such a big decision. No, no, no. I'm talking about like life-altering decisions, decisions that are difficult to make, decisions that if you go one way, there's a positive, but there's also downsides. If you go the other way, there's positives and also a downside. And so you're trying to figure out how do I weigh the pros and cons. These are all kinds of things, guys, that have to do with relationships, have to do with jobs, careers, moving. I mean, it's do I stay in that relationship or do I not? Do I stay in this job or do I get a new one? Do I take this career opportunity? Do I sell this company? Do I acquire that company? Do we move? Do we go to a different place? I mean, what do we do? There's all kinds of massive decisions that arise in life. And the question is, how do we navigate those decisions in ways that we can look back and celebrate our decisions as opposed to regret them, okay? So what I want to do is to give you an acronym that I think is absolutely profound for you to be able to process and a tool for you to know, okay, this is a way that I can get out of my own head and actually figure out a way that's best. If you're doing this with a partner, take a tool out and write this with them as well. It's an acronym, okay? And the acronym is called GOALS. That's the acronym and that's what we're going to use in order for you to be able to process how to make big decisions. And the key is to write it down. Some of the best ways to get out of your head and figure out what the best possible solution is for your situation is to write it down. Okay. So let me give you an example. Some of you know that I work with clients all over the world who are engaged, getting ready to get married. It's super exciting. Love my job. And uh, I'm going to give you an example of one of my clients that I have worked with who was processing this massive question, do I postpone the wedding or continue it on? She was having doubts. We call those cold feet. She had good reason. We were processing those reasons. And anybody who's ever asked this question, or maybe you yourself are engaged and maybe you're processing that question, it's very difficult, especially for them because they were like, a few months away from their wedding date. In fact, by now they would have been married had she gone with it. And you know, when you're that far along in the planning session, you've been maybe engaged for a year planning your wedding. It's kind of like playing poker. You know, it's like you've bought in so much that to then like pull out, it feels so difficult to just stop now for a lot of men and women. And so this particular client was struggling through that. She was like, how do I know? what to do and what's best. So I gave her this acronym of goals and I want to give it to you so that you can apply it into your situation. So here it is right here. The G for goals is just that. It's goals. What are they? And you want to take out a piece of paper, you guys, and you want to write everything out. Just get all your goals of what you want in life. What brings you fulfillment in life and what brings you fulfillment in this particular issue that you're dealing with. And so for her, again, it had to do with marriage. So she just started saying, you know, I want to be excited. Um, that's what I want in a relationship. I want to be with someone who shares the same values as I do. I want to be able to person who can love myself more to love someone else because she was struggling even how to be able to care for her own needs as she was obliging 
to other people's needs. And she said also one of the big values I have in a relationship is trust. I mean, trust is the currency of relationship, right? If you have no trust, you have no relationship. And so I said, that's good. Those are your goals. Now the O in the acronym goals is to order those goals from most to least important. So write them down. So I had her do this, okay? And I said, what are your priorities? What are they in order? And she said, number one, to love myself enough to love someone else. Guys, this is so big. In fact, this is a little bit of a window into where we're going in our next podcast, okay? That's actually the focus, but I'm getting ahead of myself here. But that was her number one goal. She's like, I can't truly love anyone including my fiance, if I don't first learn the art of how to love myself. Number two for her was trust. She's been cheated on in the past and her current relationship, it wasn't cheating, but it was kind of like really close to the line and there was some trust that was breached as a result and so that's a big, big thing for her. That's why it's her number two as it should be. Number three for her was aligned values, okay? They're just very different, right? I mean, they had a process of where we want to live. She loves the country. He loves the city. She's an introvert. He's an extrovert. He loves his job, and she's all about family, okay? They're opposites in so many ways. And you know what they say, opposites attract, and then they attack. And so that was a big thing. She's like, aligned values is a big, big deal. And then number four was excitement into the relationship. She said, you know, we rarely, Matt, say that I love you. You know, we don't feel passion or excitement, uh, but it also could be because we don't communicate and we have all these other issues going on, which is why the excitement isn't there. So that's why it would be number four. And I said, well done. So now we get to the next part of the acronym, which is the A, and that is to assess the pros and cons of your decisions, okay? So if you want to do this, you want to assess the pros and cons on both sides. And then here's the tool. After you list them, number them by a scale from one to 10, one being like super low that that would ever happen, you know, the liability or risk of that. And 10 would be like, oh yeah, that's for sure gonna happen. That's like 100%. So I had her just start, I'll give you one example of how she started saying if we postpone the wedding, okay? And, and so I said, if you postpone the wedding, what are some pros and cons that will happen, okay? What's gonna happen? She was like, definite con, I'm gonna hurt my fiance. One to 10, that's a 10. People invited, you know, to the wedding. There's already like 150 people that they've had invites, saved the dates, the whole thing. Vendors have already been paid for and purchased. The wedding venue had already been paid for. And, you know, there's going to be frustration there. She scaled that at a four. She said, you know what? I'm just going to be embarrassed. And, uh, oh my gosh, like this is going to be weird and awkward. And then people are going to be like, oh my gosh, you're only 30 days away from your wedding. And she's like, actually, no, that's just going to be embarrassing. And I said, on a scale of one to 10, what is that? She said, probably a four. Here's another one. She said, fear, it's the beginning of the end. This is powerful. She said, you know, if I say this, it's like the stepping stone. A lot of people feel like that if they're, you know, going to be able to have a time of separation. They think, oh, that's the path to divorce then. It's not necessarily the truth, but it's what the fear is. She said, that's an eight out of a 10. She said, fear that I'll regret my decision if I postpone. Uh, You know, what if I regret it? And she said, that's a four. She said, I feel like maybe I would be selfish for postponing the wedding. And that was an eight out of 10. And then she was like, I even just have a question. How much time is enough to process that decision? I mean, that's a big question that she's assessing. And, um, and that was a six for her. 
So that's what you do on the A is to assess, okay, these are the things that I'm feeling. I had her do that on the other side if she stayed with him and continued on in the wedding as well. Now the L, you guys, is the word limit. The question is, how do you limit the liabilities? How do you limit or mitigate the downsides, okay? Like hurting her fiance, okay? That was a big one. She's like, you know what? I do care about him. And the thing is though, I need to work on me. Like I can't really be in a good relationship until first I understand how to be in a relationship with myself and then understand my own core values before I can understand how to align to someone else's. The next one, she said, you know, that whole fear of I'm selfish. She said, you know what? I can talk myself off the ledge knowing I need to. This is, this is the way that she's limiting her liabilities or mitigating. It's the beginning of the end. That was one of her big things that she was assessing. She said, you know what? It's not my intention to do this. I just need time to figure this out. Here's the other question. How much time is enough time? She goes, I don't know. But I'm doing everything in my power now to love myself and I believe that will pay dividends in the future. People's frustration, that was one of the things she was assessing. She said, you know what, I need to validate people's frustrations, but we need to work on ourselves. That's the bigger priority. Then embarrassed. She said, you know what, I need to feel proud that I'm standing up for myself. That would be the way that I would combat that. And then lastly, fear that I'll regret it. She goes, you know what, I'll regret it more if I don't take the time to process this in my own life. I'm not ending the relationship if I do this. That is a fear and a concern, but that's not my intent. It's to make sure that, hey, either we're gonna be at this relationship or we're gonna get stronger because of it and we can get through anything, or it wasn't the best. This is how she talked herself off the ledge on this end. And so that's the L that I want you to do in your situation. If it's with a job change or, you know, should we adopt that child or have another kid or have children at all? You know, those are big, big life altering questions. And that leads us then to the last part of the acronym, which is the S in goals. And the S stands for to solidify your decision. You guys, you know why that's important? Because otherwise you're going to spend all this time and energy, you know, days, weeks, maybe even months processing a decision. And then what happens if you don't solidify it, like calendar it, make that phone call, put it in your calendar, do something that actually says this is it, what's going to happen? Tomorrow you're going to wake up and emotions are going to get the best of you. They're going to come swirling in again and then you're going to go all the way back around the horn all over again. You guys, emotions make great servants but poor masters, okay? If you make sound decisions, even hard decisions now that's immediate struggle but will cause lasting freedom, you will be able to see your emotions follow suit on the back end. And so this was the process. Now these are hard decisions. Again, these are decisions, you guys, big decisions that there's pros or cons on either side. And this is the path to be able to get you through it. You can't go around it or avoid it. You got to go through it. And for her, my client, she made the decision, a hard decision to postpone the wedding. Now, as you're listening to this example, being an outsider, you might be thinking like, well, everything you just said was very logical and that seems easy. Why was that so big of a problem? <laughs> well, put yourself in a situation like that. When you're in it, it's way harder to be objective because there is emotion swirling around. And so that's true of all of us, you guys, and that's why writing it down 
is so, so crucial. And she realized, man, after that of postponing the wedding, she needed to do that again with even aligned values question. Like what are our values and where are we going to be? That was the next thing that she needed to process in that decision. Now to this day, they haven't fully made a decision about the nature and the path of their relationship, but what they do have, you guys, and I think specifically what she has is peace. Peace that either way, if we move forward, we're going to move forward and I'm going to have the excitement and the joy and the care and the love and the values that I really so desire because I'm finally asking myself the hard questions. I never had the tools to do so before now. Or B, they go their separate ways and she's got peace that she can continue to be the person that she knows she wants to be and find the kind of person that's going to be the right fit. So you guys, this is the path for you to be able to get through making hard life decisions in your life. So cheers for now, and we'll see you at the next episode.